Hey there, how are you? I hope you are doing amazing. Today, we are going to be talking about some of the best and some of the worst balanced careers. So something a little bit different than normal, I think I did maybe like a month ago or so, we did an episode on uh, the highest and lowest paying jobs, so kind of another just fun list kind of episode. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And this is a great time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right the best and worst balanced careers. So this I always find very interesting because people more and more, I think as we start to evolve as a society, right? Trying to figure out what's important and how do we balance, have a little bit better balance of work and life. And if you've listened to other work-life balance episodes I've done, there's never a true balance, right? There's always going to have one emphasis or the other, depending on what's going on in your life. However, we can still set boundaries so we can have a little bit better balance. This kind of information is always just very interesting for me to know and an opportunity to learn something, maybe provide some educational value and, you know, possibly open someone's eyes or help direct a possible career change as well. So let's dive in. Best balanced careers or jobs. Um, Just because you have a job doesn't mean it's your career. And just because you're in a career doesn't mean you're trying to find a different type of job, right? Number one, uh, these are in no particular order, by the way. It's not lowest, highest, highest, lowest. It's just the best balanced careers in no particular order. Number one, coordinator position. So this is a pretty broad area, right? So you could have a recruiting coordinator. You could have a marketing coordinator, HR coordinator, coordinator roles in general, pretty solid work-life balance. Number two, analyst. So it could be a data analyst, could be a program analyst. So basically that broad umbrella of the analyst role. Uh, number three, developers or programmers. So it could be software developer, could be web developer. Number four, tech designers. So think about tech designers in the sense of like your UI, UX, uh, web experience, apps, things like that. So UI, user interface, UX, user experience, and then designing how like a website would look, designing how an app would look. So designing in that sense when we're talking about tech designers. Number five, retail sales. This one actually surprised me because you think about retail and it's like, okay, probably, you know, nights, weekends, things like that. However, retail is is very much you go, you do your job and you can go home, right? So you don't really have to quote unquote take work home with you in the sense of typically not anyway, a lot of you know shit from work for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> number six, marketing assistance. Number seven, research tech. Number eight, lab tech assistant. Number nine, copy editor. Number 10, content managers. Number 11, creative managers. Number 12, civil engineers. And number 13, hairstylists. So I created my own list and then I was like, oh, I wonder what other people have said for these lists. A couple of them, and this is just something I want to call out. (laughs) A couple of them I saw had corporate recruiter in their list. And I will say that is not on my list. It definitely can be. However, there are a lot of recruiters I know that have amazing work-life balance, and then there's a lot of them that half the time feel like they're drowning in terms of workload, only because I am so close to that 
career field, I can say that wouldn't be on my list, like definitively on my list. And so I'm curious if you are in the 13 categories I just shared and you're like, hell no stuff, like that should not be on the list. I'm curious, reach out, let me know. Now let's dive into the worst balanced careers. Number one, surgeons. Number two, lawyers. Uh, Number three, first responders. So that includes cops, firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, Number four, nurses. Number five, teachers. And my little asterisk here is teachers during COVID. So I think teachers can have a really solid balance. If you look at especially the whole calendar year, given a longer winter break, longer uh, time off during the summer, generally speaking, after school's over, they may have to stay for a little bit, but then they can go home and, and relax and have that time. Uh, however, during COVID, I feel like teachers, a lot of teachers feel like they're underwater right now. So that's my little asterisk there. That could change. However, for now, it's on my worst balance side of the side of the house. Number six, C-level executives or senior level executives. Number seven, stockbrokers um, or even like financial managers. So sometimes people are going to be strictly trading stock. Sometimes you are going to have a financial manager who manages a portfolio of financial products. So it could include stock, but it may have all these other things, right? Number eight, journalists and reporters. Number nine, truck drivers. Also is something that could be, could be not, right? I think if you drive for, let's say, UPS, your route is pretty consistent. Maybe it's super uh, intense during, you know, October, November, December timeframe. But for the most part, kind of like a seven to five situation or whatever the hours may be. However, if you are uh, more like an over the road trucker or you have different routes every single day, day. Like maybe one day you're driving across state lines, the other day or the next day you're driving across, you know, two different states. And then maybe the third day you're local. I feel like there's a lot of variables in driving truck. But for the most part, I know quite a few people who drive truck and who also have trucking businesses. And for the most part, I would say when you look at work-life balance for them, it's definitely pretty consistently more weighted in the work side. Number 10, sales pretty broad, right? Could be med device sales. It could be software sales. It could be clothing sales, whatever it might be. Uh, Sales in general tends to be a very time intensive process uh, because you're not just constantly talking to clients, right? You are uh, doing your research. You are cold calling. uh, You are putting together uh, outreach. You're doing follow-up. Maybe you're writing invoices or you are putting together pricing strategy. So there's a lot that goes into sales that can be very, very time consuming. Uh, Number 11, construction. Same thing, right? You can be a business owner and work seven days a week, 14-hour days, easily in the construction world because I feel like there's always a need for construction and contractors within the construction space. That said, you could also work for a company who's like eight to five. I have no budget to give you overtime, so you're working eight hours a day and you're going home. So, however, again, for the most part, the people I know who are in that field, if you look at the balance of work and life, the weight tends to lean more consistently on the work side. 12, bartenders and night servers. In this, if you think about it, bartender that works at night and a night server. So typically your shift is going to start, let's say four or five o'clock. And if the bars are open during non-COVID-19 times until two, then you're probably saying until 2.33, clean up, uh, do all of your receipts and reconciliation of numbers and tips and all that good stuff. So it's a longer shift, more hours put in. Granted, there's the opportunity to make a lot more money, 
Whereas if you look at like a day server, maybe a restaurant opens at 11 and then you're usually cutting half of your day servers around 2, like 1.30 to 2.30 and maybe one or two people might stay on for that hour and a half, two hours until the night servers come in. So the money balance is also weighted on the bartending and uh, and serving at night versus day. That also comes with the work-life balance, right? Number 13, social work. Social work is a very, very demanding field on so many different levels. It's going to demand your time. It's going to demand your attention. Uh, You invest heavily from an emotional perspective. So social work, definitely on the list of worst balance. And then 14, pharmacists. I always think these lists are interesting. And then, like I said, I think if someone's looking like, hey, I really need to make a change. I really have no idea what ideas to even look at. I think sometimes it's helpful to kind of have some of this information. Another interesting episode, if you enjoyed this one, that could be helpful is the episode released on June 27, 2019, uh, Tips for Finding a Better Work-Life Balance. So again, June 27th, 2019. Check that out as well. I hope you found this one interesting, maybe entertaining, maybe just silly. Who knows? If there is a topic or a question that you have that you want answered and or a topic you want me to cover on the podcast, definitely reach out. Let me know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for listening. I appreciate you so very much. You can find the show notes below. If you want to support the show, I have a few options for you. One, just listening supports the show. You can share it with a friend. You can leave a rating and or review. If you want to make a donation, PayPal Anchor, all the links are below. And then Instagram over at Career Talk Podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so awesome and simply amazing. I hope you have a fantastic, wonderful rest of your day.